At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. We'll have another former Major League athlete here in studio today. Not from the ice, this time off the bump. We've got Josh Towers in 45 minutes. I'm dying to ask Josh. The guy never walked anybody. How many perfect games would he have this year? <laughs> I know, right? This has been unbelievable. Uh, another no-hitter last night. What, 30 to 1? Just take oh, the 30 no. to 1 every day. I, I don't know. You know what I don't understand? Obviously, these pitchers doing a tremendous job, but to continuously see this, guys can't put the ball in play. It's just the hitting uh, is pathetic. Yeah, it's everybody's exactly. into launch angle and all this analytics nonsense. You know, the first team that can get away from that nonsense is probably going to be very successful. I agree with you. All right, I'm all last night. We had a better set of playing games in the West, obviously, yeah. than we did in the East. Let's start in Memphis, uh, where the Grizzlies built a 20-plus point first quarter lead, only to see the Spurs come back, take the lead in the fourth quarter. It was a pretty fantastic finish for those of you that that took the points, the four and a half, a big three from Rudy Gay, and this and the Spurs cover the four and a half. Yeah, first time Rudy Gay's had a shot that's been important since he was at UConn. But you know, I told you yesterday, I thought this was going to be a tight game mm-hmm. in terms of the number one. You probably don't want to play, and there's a difference in the postseason in terms of having to win and having to cover a number. We saw it in the second game as well with the Lakers coming from behind. But give Memphis credit; they get it done at home. They find a way through against a competitive San Antonio team who was really I mean, down 30, doubled up in the first quarter, right. but they find a way back. And now Golden State against uh, the Memphis Grizzlies should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I like the game. The game seemed like a playoff game. It became really possession by possession there in the second half, especially when it got down to 
it got down the lead to four and three and then eventually tied and they took the lead. But I had Memphis. I took I took your advice. I took them on the money line and the Lakers on the money line in a parlay that, that eventually cashed. They want to lay the points. I actually told you I like the Spurs a little bit because of the I thought the coaching mismatch. Let's turn our attention to the game. You said the Lakers will win this game. The Lakers will blow out the Warriors. But take the money line. Take the 190. Well, it moved to 240. You still recommended the 240. Here's my question, Amal. We talk a lot on this show about creating value, in-game opportunities. Did you hedge at some point? Because I know you had a large wager minus 190. I did not. And the only reason was I normally would have. I wasn't available. So I, that was the only reason. I, I mean, I literally saw this game after the three-point shot was made by LeBron James. And I was trying to figure out why Steph Curry was trying to get himself an eight-second violation in the backcourt. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what are you doing? There's 10 seconds remaining. You're down three. You got to go. And I like the fact that the Lakers did get the foul there on the side, but I, I would have for sure. And, you know, you mentioned it to me, and I was looking at the box score. Lakers are down big in the first quarter and a halftime. Would have been a good opportunity to potentially take the Lakers. Look, I thought the Lakers were going to win the game. I thought they would probably blow out Golden State. To the Warriors' credit, they played extremely well. Steph, to me, has been the MVP of this league. I've been saying this for a while now. I don't understand this Nikolai Jokic thing, right? Like, to me, it's kind of like when the broadcasters during college football put 742 guys in the first round. Why are we anointing Nikolai Jokic the MVP? For what? What has Denver done that has been so overwhelming? They finished third in the West? Fourth? Uh, they finished fourth, actually. I, I don't get it. So give this uh, team credit with uh, Steph Curry in terms of what they were able to do. But LeBron James, clutch shot down the stretch, that three-pointer uh, as the uh, shot clock was winding down, gets the Lakers over the top. Does this add to the legend of LeBron in your mind? What a, what a smart Alec you are. By the way, are you asking me, is he, no, listen, he's one of the top five greatest players of all time. Is he better than the GOAT? Not even close. There's nothing, okay? Let's just move on from that conversation. Okay, top five all time. How about today? In today's game, where does he rank? Oh, he's the best player. Not even okay. close. There's no, who's in the rearview mirror? I don't know. I think Anthony Davis is pretty good, his own teammate. Anthony, not there yet. Anthony Davis, not a killer. You know, yeah. Anthony Davis got the same problem Andrew Wiggins had. Either you are a killer or you're not. I'm not saying LeBron is, but AD, he's got the talent. But he's not the killer. I think I would probably put Kawhi Leonard and then Kevin Durant. That's what I was going to ask you. Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> our producer just chimed in in our ear, Harrison Barnes. I'll tell you what. You know the problem is with guys like him who watch the Boston Celtics? When you have one championship in the last 35 years, you forget what good quality basketball is. We can talk to any Laker fan. They understand. They've got a chance now. They're the road favorite at Phoenix minus 190 for the series. Yes. You, called, you said it would be a little north of $2. You weren't far off with that number. You think it's my first time betting the NBA? But but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, where does this three by LeBron rank in the history of play-in games? I tell you, you know this show's called the Nuts. You uh, you are you are going full tilt over here. Um, you know I don't know. In the, in terms of the play-in games, I'm going to say one for one of all time. But you know what? You got to give Rudy Gay credit because he That's covered a money the shot. That's, That's a money, money shot. shot. Exactly, that sure was. Right? They appreciate that <laughs> shot down in the San Fernando Valley. That is a money shot. I know our sports book erupted when Rudy Gay <laughs> yeah, hit that sure shot. Obviously, most people most people took the points in that game. Absolutely right. Rudy Gay getting the cash. A lot more entertaining than it was the night before. All right, folks, this is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. We're done with the four play-in games. We're down to two for the eight seeds. Tonight we have the game. We saw Indianapolis, the Pacers, the Indiana Pacers blow out Charlotte. Now they have to go on the road and face the Washington Wizards, who lost at Boston. Uh, we see the line on tonight's game, three and a half. Um, with, of course, the home team Wizards favored a total, a high total, 237. Of course, we saw just like an all-star game exhibition in Indianapolis, uh, <laughs> Indianapolis on Tuesday night where that game more scored defense in the all-star 260s. Game. I think <laughs> yeah, that was exactly. in the 144 points they put up here. 
Were you impressed enough with the Pacers' performance on Tuesday night to take a shot with them here tonight against the Wizards? Why? Because they made shots during open gym? You ever played five-on-five? Nobody plays defense, and people get mad when you play defense? That's what the uh, the Hornets' performance was like defensively. Hey, man, hey, just make sure you get back on offense. Don't don't worry about it. Let them take any shot they want. No, I'm going to tell you the one bet I like for this one. It's not available necessarily here in town in the state of Nevada, but people who bet offshore globally, what have you, take a look at this one. I believe Russell Westbrook's going to have a triple-double. I don't even know if this guy cares about winning. I know he cares about having triple-doubles. And that is going to be the focal point. He did not have one in the last game. I think that is going to be the bet that you can try and look for. You'll probably get a plus-money price on it, and he will get that today. I lean towards the Wizards here. Don't want to lay three-and-a-half. Not going to get involved in this total. But I think this game could fluctuate in terms of whether it goes over or not because I think we'll see a little bit of a better defensive What is it, here. Jacob? Minus what for the triple-double? Minus 420. You want to lay that much wood? Wait, for a triple-double? Correct. Forget that. Let's move on. <laughs> well, so there's no so, betting opportunity in this no, game for I, you. I, would really, a guy, I mean, to make an assumption a guy's going to have a triple-double just well, on the price alone, you're saying minus 420, okay. so it's got to be plus 350, 360 the other way. Do you have to take the no triple-double on principle alone? Well, but, but, but the principle is he's concerned with the triple-double, and the people are thinking like you are. Well, they got one right. <laughs> I mean... You know, they're steadfast on their tennis. They still got Dominic Team as a $5 favorite against Cam Norrie, but that's okay. Meanwhile, down a break. I didn't get that. Why, <laughs> why was he still 220 down a break in the first set? Uh, for me, I'm going to pass on this game tonight. Maybe there's an in-game opportunity here if we see the Pacers come out uh, and, uh, and and get a lead, a chance to uh, a chance maybe to play back the Wizards um, at a plus price or maybe uh, at a pick them on the point spread uh, in this spot. That's probably the only way I'd play it. Uh, Jacob, our producer, just sent me a text with the uh, – Sabonis at uh, plus 130 on the yes for a triple-double. Jacob, what is his no price? Minus 150? Because I think that's when you... 175. Holy cow. Who Who is doing the splits here? Bernie Madoff? I mean, come on. 175 plus 130 the other way? This is uh, this is absolutely absurd. Well, how about the line? With, the line was whether the Lakers would or would not make the playoffs, right? It Maul, it was minus 3,300, take back 1,100. Think about if you were betting a baseball game and the, it was lay 330, get back 110. Think about that. Well, who's making I was bets? driving the other night trying to comprehend that. <laughs> Who would ever make those bets? I, I have no idea. I, I think they've got oh. Don LaPree back here <laughs> setting the lines. Let's move to the West final, or the West play in final, which is tomorrow night to get in uh, for, the, for the right to take on the Utah Jazz and go and try to win a few games in Salt Lake City. Warriors established as a five-and-a-half-point favorite against the Memphis Grizzlies. Again, any takeaways off the two play-in games last night? Were you more impressed with Golden State than you thought you'd be? No, I, I was actually more impressed with Memphis's fortitude. Mm-hmm. I think, look, Golden State, they got pedigree. I mean, think about this. Look at the half-a-decade run they've had. Steph Curry's an all-timer, greatest shooter in the history of basketball. Forget the NBA, just globally, greatest shooter of all time. He's been carrying this team. He is, I mean, leading scorer in the NBA this year. I... I Look, there was a better chance, in my opinion, of Golden State actually winning the game than when you look at the way this game played out, where Memphis squanders a 19-point end of the first quarter lead, San Antonio comes back and takes the lead. I thought maybe Memphis could fold there, but they didn't. To their credit, they come back and they find a way to win the game. This is going to be a tough game. I'm going to give a slight edge to the Warriors here. I think Steph comes in focused. As long as he doesn't shoot like he did in Game 7 against the Cavaliers, I think the Golden State Warriors are moving on. Three-and-a-half point favorite, about $1.60 on the money line. Is this total too high? The two games last night, under 200 and then 203. Well, you would think so because you see a better defensive effort. But, you know, in the NBA, you never know. Games you think that are going to stay under, sometimes the teams get going. They get into a good, fluid uh, offensive movement. 
They're doing well, especially Golden State. If they start shooting the ball, think about how much pressure it's going to put on this Memphis offense. They've got to keep pace. I haven't watched a lot of Memphis Grizzlies games this year in general because I don't watch a lot of NBA, and then they're neither, not on TV that have much. have a lot of other people. What did you think of John Morant's performance in that game last night? You know, I like John Morant. He's entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not as high on John Morant as other people are. I think he's a guy that's a little bit overrated. When you look at the best point guards in the league, he gets a lot of conversation. Uh, you know, to me, when you look at it, he's he was efficient in terms of just distributing the basketball, but he didn't have a ton of assists. That was the problem. He's got to be a little bit more. He's got to have more assists. He's got he's got to shoot a little bit better. I think he was about eight for nineteen or eight for twenty last night. He's got to make be, better free throws to shoot better free throws. Well, I mean, that, well, I mean, to me, he's got to get he's got to be more effective in that. I mean, there's no question about that. But to me, he's a guy. I, I feel like he reads his own press clippings too much. Mm-hmm. Like he's a great athlete at the point guard position. He's got to get better. Mm-hmm. I had Memphis, and I didn't want him shooting the ball. I wanted the ball in anybody else's hands but him because I don't think he takes the best shots, and they were contested when he took them. And to your point about not a lot of assists, he did distribute the ball but didn't directly lead to baskets, Yeah, right? exactly. He got yeah. some hockey assists in there. But, you know, Valachunas was the one thing that got overlooked. 23 boards last night. That was unbelievable for this team. So I, I don't know. He's got to play well. If they're going to win this game, he's got to really be, you, as you alluded to, can't have the missed free throws, and he's got to cut down on turnovers. Let's reset now in the Western Conference the odds to come out of the West and make the NBA Finals and see if you think there's any value. We know you have a Lakers ticket already. Yeah. At what price? Uh, $3? Yeah. $3. Okay. Let's take a look at the West. Currently, um, Lakers are still your favorite at plus $2. Clippers right behind them. At 225, the one seed Jazz, who are going to have to lose games at home in a series where they were 31 and 5 this year, are plus 350. The Suns, as the two seed who will be taking on the Lakers, are $7. Nuggets, the three seed, 12 to 1. Mavericks, the five seed, 25 to 1. The Blazers, the six seed, 25 to 1. And the Warriors, assuming they went today, I mean, you can bet them at 60 to 1. They're not in yet. They still have to get by Memphis. Of course, these odds brought to you by DraftKings. By the way, are you done reading the phone book? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not some of those teams yet. in the back end are irrelevant. Well, but maybe there's maybe some. Maybe Dave Tooley's listening. Well, then he's got the Warriors at sixty to one. I mean, you don't have to read the other seven teams. Uh, Blazers at twenty-five to one. Mavericks at twenty-five to one. I don't think there's enough value on that. I think they should be higher prices for them to get through twelve wins in the Western Conference. Is not going to happen. Well, think about the in fact, my that opinion, the Mavericks are plus three dollars to win their first series. They should be more than twenty-five to one. That's that exactly yeah. yeah, exactly. If you just put it as yeah. a multiplier, and you know mm-hmm. those odds are going to get worse as they go forward. So, uh, I mean, the Trailblazers have the same odds, and they're a pick'em in their first series. <laughs> it has to do with future markets and where money has come already. I, you I understand think, that, but sometimes the, it's too skewed. Are the Lakers the deserved favorites in the West? For my money, yes. yes. I, I know you like the Clippers. Mm-hmm. A lot of other people with you like the Clippers. What are they basing this on? Yeah. The fact that Kawhi Leonard's played about 12 games this year? I have an exact finals ticket. So I have to get the 76ers and the Clippers at 13-1 to 1, an exact finals. That's So really, I have two future bets that have to come together. Look, think about this from one perspective. Oh, look, I, I get it. I, I make fun of the Lakers, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. I still like them to win the title. You look at that front line, and I understand LeBron's a point forward, but when you look at the size, Anthony Davis, Drummond, even Marcus Saul, uh, LeBron James, that is a huge team. Who is there going to be able to necessarily contest with them for four out of seven games on the glass? Let's think about this in terms of betting and the mathematics of betting. Mm-hmm. Okay, there You said $1.90 against Phoenix. Right. Let's assume, I, I don't think the price is going to be too much different, that they win that series and they would play the winner of... Uh, the Portland-Denver series, correct? Right. Yep. How big of a favorite would they be against Portland or Denver? Uh, I think it would be a similar price. Actually, it would be a little bit higher, I think. Still, they'll be the road team. Yeah, but about, let's say 220. Okay, 220. And then let's just... Ass- hold on one second. 
depends on, let's say the Lakers go seven games and Denver wins in yeah. four, then it changes yeah. the dynamics okay. a little bit. And now let's say they reach the finals and they reach the finals either against Utah or the Clippers. Mm-hmm. How big of a favorite are they going to be in those two situations? I think Clippers are probably a buck and a half. Uh, I think against the Jazz are probably about a buck 80. Buck 80. So it, when you look at this, is it better to take them plus $2 right now or to just take the series and and, and really it's a three-team parlay with, by, by betting these series individually? Yeah, and if you bet $100 on it right now, you get plus 245 based so, on the Suns at minus mm-hmm, 190, mm-hmm. Uh, series number two at minus 220 mm-hmm. against Denver or Portland, and minus 180 against Utah. If you take them against the Clippers at minus 150, you're looking at a price of uh, – Plus 270. So it's still better than taking the $2. Well, it's always the case. Mm-hmm. I, I've said that for a long time. Most of these futures bets are not mm-hmm. good bets unless you're looking to hedge in the next potential round or in a situation uh, moving forward. All right, let's now look at the Eastern Conference. Odds to come out of the East. The Nets, they've been the favorite. They're still the favorite. Just a little bit above even money. Uh, you don't even get 6-5 to five on them. Uh, 11-10, to 10, plus 110. The 76ers, who haven't got much respect all year, 3-1 to one, the Bucks. Plus 325, and then to your mind, forget the rest of the field. Well, you're not going to mention the Pacers at 134 to 1. You said Dave Tooley's listing. I want to make sure we get this one in. Yeah, they're also the dog. They're also a dog tonight. Where are the, where where are the, the wizards? wizards? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The wizards have to fall in yeah, between. Exactly. In between. So, do you think the Heat deserve to be uh, almost three and a half times uh, more favored than the Hawks, Celtics, and Knicks? Are the Heat that much better than the other three? And their chances to win the to to win the conference? Yeah, I, I think so. I still like Miami over New York. Uh, I believe the Knicks get past the um, Atlanta Hawks, and you know I think this is correct with the Hawks, Celtics, and Knicks all being at the same line. Now I think the line should be a little bit higher because mm-hmm. remember you're going to have to get through in all likelihood Nets, Seventy Sixers, Nets, Bucks, or Seventy Sixers, Bucks. Yeah, I still like Philadelphia here. Um, I think you know if if they match up with the Nets in the finals. And we see the Clippers coming through. You know, I can create some opportunity when I have a 13-to-1 ticket. Quick question for you. This yes. is just a mathematical manipulation mm-hmm. that you can play to your advantage. How about taking the Hawks at 40-to-1, Knicks at 40-to-1, mm-hmm. and then they face off against probably Philadelphia, right? Because the 76ers yeah, one, are going to— one versus 4-5. Right. Yep. 76ers. 76ers are not going to be minus 4,000 in that series. No. So you come back, take the other side with the 76ers, you lock in yourself a guaranteed profit. Yeah, 40 I mean, that, that's 40 a straight scalp that's free. Yeah, because they won't be, you know, of course, no, they're, not going to be, they're not going to be minus 2,000 in that series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why, why not right now, mm-hmm. people should just bet the Hawks and the Knicks to win the East, and then as soon as you come back in there against us, and then, and then so, you've got to get through one so more. So, so let, you get a freebie shot. So let's use, let's invest 2,000. We bet 1,000 on yeah, each. Yeah. You have a ticket to win 40,000, yeah. right? Now you come back, you've invested two thousand. Let's say the Sixers are minus eight dollars. I don't even know if they'll be that they'd be that high in that series. Could yeah, I don't know. You know, depending on how the next series go, but that seems pretty high. All right, let's say it's minus seven fifty. Yeah, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Now you come the other you come the other way. Your only fear is your only fear is if the Knicks are, or the Hawks beat them. Now you have liability into your ticket, right? You're assuming the Sixers are going to win that series. Yeah, but even if the Sixers don't, you're still at forty to one. And you have one the more other series. Way. One more series to one go. One more series to go, and and then you hope you don't face you hope you don't face the Nets because you get a better price. Uh, you get a better price on the Bucks. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Um, all yesterday we gave out a ton of plays. I gave out six. You gave out five. You went four and one. I don't recall a month where you had four winners. So congratulations to you. I'm sorry, you must have missed the entire college basketball segment because you're too busy taking the Missouri Tigers on the road, remember? Yeah, um, Since you want to remind me of Quinnipiac from two years ago. Mississippi played well that night. Uh, (laughs) Let's look at at today's slate. I'm going to go behind the bets 
uh, for one of my only three plays today. I toned it down. But by the way, you went four and one. I went five and one. Yeah. We did have one common play, Flaherty on the run line. Um, yeah. Which we had to sweat a little bit in the top of the seven. I was, you know, listen, it was six nothing. I'm leaving my house. I'm going, all right, this is one I don't have to worry about. Next thing I know, I'm in a sweat. Yeah, we're in a sweat. I want to take a look at this game, the Red Sox at the Blue Jays today, third game of this series. I think it's a pretty good, a pretty good pitching matchup here between Pavetta and and Mets. Right now we see the Blue Jays favored as a dollar thirty-six favorite, take back one fifteen on the Red Sox. A total of ten, the first five at five and a half. Here's here's the first question. Aren't you tempted to take Pavetta at 5-0 plus 115 here today with the Red Sox? Yeah, but, you know, Toronto's been playing well. That's one thing that concerns me. But I tend to agree with you. I think this is where you make your money in baseball. And, you know, the one thing, that's why I parlayed Milwaukee yesterday because I didn't like the straight play at minus 180. Mm -hmm. I thought it was too high on the road. Burns should never be that type of price. And to me, with the Boston team that's solid, this is not a bad plus price, as you alluded to, with Pavetta at 5-0. I'm going to take the under 5.5 here. I think this is a high number. It takes 6 to beat you. Pavetta, as I mentioned, 5-0, and pretty solid numbers. It's been a good change of scenery for him. 3.16 ERA. He's only allowed three home runs in 42 and a third innings, which it, which is helpful when you're pitching in that park. Uh, Mats has been respectable as well, 5-2 and two, uh, with a 46-13 walk-to-strikeout ratio. And outside of the first inning yesterday, the Red Sox only scored three runs in the other 17 innings of the series. They were shut out by Ryu, um, and, and then they had that big five-run first inning. Yes, I just think it takes a lot to get to six here with pretty two pretty decent pitchers that, that uh, you know, 10 and two between the two of them this year. That's my behind the bets. You're going to hockey? Yeah, I am going to hockey. Real quickly, though, are you a big Steven Matz fan? Because I, I'm not a fan of taking... That's why I like Boston in this spot at the plus mm-hmm. 115, and I, I'm not interested in taking the under because Matz is on the mound. You're not a big Steven Matz fan. No. He's yeah. always got that one inning where he blows yeah. up, and you look at this guy. I, obviously, well, hopefully, it's, hopefully it's the fifth inning, <laughs> yeah. and you can bet yes run in the fifth when they <laughs> only fair. have like two or three going in. That's fair. That's a good point you make there. Going to the ice in Tampa here between the Florida Panthers and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, I got the number at a much worse number here, minus 140. Now the line is down to 134. Andre Vasilevsky has been tremendous this year at home, Mike. 18-2. and two. This Tampa team, I was on the wrong side the other day with this Panthers matchup. Lightning 21-7 at home. They just continue to sizzle. Uh, also, the other thing is special teams. We saw it in game number one. That was a difference in the game. They're ninth in terms of scoring in the power play. Fourth in the PK. That's the key. When you get a team like Florida, if you can stop them uh, when they have a man advantage, I think it bodes well. Kucherov back in the lineup. Stamkos hasn't been doing as much, but we saw what Kucherov was able to do in one, game one. I think when you look at Tampa, they just got too much talent compared to uh, the Florida Panthers. And the other concern I have when I look at the Panthers is the goaltending. I mean, you make the switch, uh, Dreiger and Net doesn't make a difference. They come up short yesterday. Who are they going with tonight? I didn't really look at this game because I already have Florida in the series. Dreiger again against Vasilevsky. I bet Florida for the series. I'm not going to dig the hole any further, right? Would you be interested here in at this point betting that Tampa sweeps? In other words, a two-team parlay with tonight and then the next game on Saturday. Well, it depends on what the odds are. Yeah, um, you know, I kind of would look at it that way. Maybe, but but to me, you know, hockey's a little bit different. Remember, we've seen several teams. Of, I think three or four teams historically that have come back from 3-0. I don't believe it's going to happen in this particular series. I don't think the matchup bodes well. They've got to win two out of three in Tampa, a team that's been solid at home all year long. It was terrific last night with the North Division starting five games now tonight, four games again in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, including a series tied at 1-1 with the Vegas Golden Knights traveling north to Minneapolis in a building that's really been a house of horrors for them, XL Energy Arena. Can the Knights take the lead back and reclaim home ice advantage tonight? We'll tackle that in the other three playoff games up next on the Nuts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Mother's Day is coming, and Mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit bartesian.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. Four games on the ice tonight. I'm all in the NHL playoffs. Let's start in Minneapolis at XL Energy Arena. This might be the best series of the first round. Tied 1-1. The Vegas Golden Knights travel to play the Minnesota Wild. I thought this game would be close to a pick. It is. We see the Wild favored minus 112. The Knights minus 105. If you think the Wild can cover the puck line. <clears throat> the other way. If you think the Knights can cover the puck line. There's huge numbers here. Plus 235 um, if the Knights win by two. If you're taking the puck and a half with a while, you got to lay $3. I thought this total might come back five. We've seen one nothing in overtime. Yeah. 
We've seen really essentially a 2-1 game with a late goal. It is five and a half, lay 135. And I'm shocked at the first period told. There's been no goals in the first period in either game. One and a half, only lay 125. Yeah, not a bad price there. We're seeing some of these games. We saw Boston yesterday against the Capitals with a slow start in the first period as well. I would be looking at the under here. Uh, I didn't play this game. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. To me, this is the second best series in the first round. The Boston Capitals one has been outstanding. 12 consecutive games of one goal in that series in the postseason. Three straight overtime games. Seven of ten of their last playoff games have gone to overtime, those two teams. They're unbelievable in terms of how competitive. I'll tell you what, though, Mike. I I can't think of a single series where game three and four are as important as in this one. I know in the Boston one you can make the same argument, but it just feels like for VGK, They've got to win this game. I, I feel like there's more pressure on them than there is Minnesota, even though right now Minnesota has the home ice advantage and they need to hold serve. I will agree with you because I think if Minnesota wins tonight, VGK is going to be really tight on Saturday. and have, Then another must win for them. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> I like the argument people make. Well, if game one's must win and you don't win, then what is game two? And my thing is I just feel like for Vegas, there's a lot of pressure here. I mean, Minnesota's a team that has their number. I think you look at the regular year, 5-1-2 and two for uh, Minnesota overall against this Vegas Golden Knights team. So, look, Marc-Andre Fleury's been outstanding, but you've got to be able to make sure you can solve Cam Talbot. They're not, to Darren Banks' point, who was on the show yesterday, former NHL player, played for the Boston Bruins and works here, of course, and is the executive host for Circa, the D and Golden Gate. The point, they're not getting enough track in, traffic in front of Cam Talbot. He's seen all these shots, and he's been very good. He looks very calm, very assured of himself in net. Vegas is going to have trouble generating uh, goals in this series. That's why I think looking at the unders here has more value than trying to pick a side in what's just essentially a toss-up series to me. I think you make a very good point there in this sense that if you get beat, it's going to take a third period like we saw between Colorado and St. Louis last night. right? If there's not a major penalty call, there's a possibility that game doesn't even end up going over. It's 3-1. Mm-hmm. You could wind up with just where Colorado's just clearing the puck out of their zone. And I think in this game, it's going to take either some power play opportunities where teams capitalize or it's going to be somebody just really uh, just destroying one team, which I really don't see based on the way these two goaltenders are playing right now. What I like about it, especially when our Knights play, is that we get a lot of prop opportunities. And I play this game, but I'm going to do it as a prop uh, in our next segment when we go to the uh, to the playbook and our, to them all our, in. Our Knights, I'm sorry, I missed you at the last NHL owners meeting. Yeah, um, well, you know, we can trace a line with Derek and... and, and I, that's right. <laughs> Keep reaching. Uh, let's Might go to the other series. I'm all you mentioned... Uh, the Bruins and the Capitals in the East. The other series in the East, which is the 1-4 matchup and tied 1-1 heading into the night as it shifts back to Long Island. Penguins and Islanders. Both of us like the Islanders in this yeah. series. We love their style of play, as, especially in the playoffs. It's so tough to score against them. This game really a dead pick now as, as, the, as the scene shifts to the Islanders, to Nassau Coliseum. Uh, total here, 5.5. Same price, minus 135 is the Knights game. Yeah, 100% of play on the under here (laughs) at this price. Now, the reason I didn't include this in the plays is because that's not the price I saw today. It was a five flat, and so I didn't want to touch a five. You wind up with two, two. You're looking at best case scenario. All you can do is push. Uh, To me, this is a game where either maybe you jump on an in play if somebody scores early. The other thing I would look at, Mike, let's say the Islanders score first. Maybe you look at Pittsburgh at plus 161, uh, 170, 180, whatever the price might be or the other way around if the Penguins score first. I think it's going to be a tight, competitive game. It's a complete stay away unless you can find 5.5 on the total. If you can find 5.5, I'm taking it under. Will you lay the 135 yeah, here? Yeah, I got no problem with that. And especially with Simeon Varlamov in net, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a Barry Trot special. It's going to be a challenge for both teams. I like to play the first periods under. So at 125, I think they're both reasonably priced. You might have seen 
these games and playoffs in the past with the night series or this series where you would lay 150-160 on first period unders when you have these two type of de- a defensive team. To your point, I'm really surprised we're not mm-hmm. seeing higher numbers, and I think we'll get some adjustments uh, moving forward as the postseason continues. All right, the, the final series to open up, the other one in the north tonight, the Maple Leafs, who everyone is betting is going to come out of that division, are hosting the Canadians. Carey Price is in that. This is a huge price on the series. The individual game, 210 tonight for the Maple Leafs. It's a lot to lay to me when you're going against one of the better goaltenders in the game. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't like these high prices in the postseason. Carey Price is very capable of standing on his head and putting on a show here for the Canadians tonight. Puts a lot of pressure on this Maple Leafs team, especially with Campbell in net. He's been terrific, but that's a big price. No yeah. play here. Another game where we look at an end game. When we come back, we'll go Amal in and the Palm Reader playbook. Yesterday we had 11 plays. I think the uh, I think we'll go seven and a half less today. That's up next. The NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. VSIN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insights. I'm all we have Jonathan on the show tomorrow. I think every Friday during the NBA playoffs. Yeah, I think he's like you. He's got the Clippers going to the finals. Terrific. I'd like to hear more. Our experts and the entire VSIN team. Give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on vcin.com and our daily members-only best bet emails. If you have that, you'd have gotten my losing play here this morning. Now is the time to cash in the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe. Well, I'm all, it was a historic day for you yesterday. For the first time in your four years on vcin, you gave out five plays in a day. For the first time in your four-year history on vcin, you gave out four winners in a day. Yeah, you know, I, I got a notice from your bookie that said, hey, could you increase the number of plays? Palm's been winning a lot lately. <laughs> You're only loser the Brewers in the, in the parlay. Yeah, it was actually, they took the lead in that yes, game. Yes, I was, I was watching. I said, could them all sweep here? I'll never hear the end of it. I wouldn't say a word. I'm on to Oh, yes. No, well, never, let me ask you a question. Never. What's your record now, Amal? You're six games over 500. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Quinnipiac Bobcat, since you bring up a play from two years ago. By the way, how did that Reds game work out this morning? Yeah, well, there was no suffering. He couldn't even watch it. I didn't. If it would have been, it was on YouTube, I wouldn't have played it. Seriously, I wouldn't have well, played what it. What difference does it make where it is in terms no, because, of how you're going to bet a game? Because from an in-game perspective, I need to watch the team, watch the pitchers, and how they're pitching. Your Wi-Fi doesn't get YouTube.com. I don't have time for all of this nonsense. I want to be able to look up on the screen here, which Karina has all the action. Finally, we have what we need to see here in studio. Uh, I want to be able to look up and see it. I can't be back and forth on the phone here. I'm trying to look at lines. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Uh, I got one play tonight. It's the National Hockey League. We've got into it behind the bets, Mike. It was the Tampa Bay Lightning at home, minus 140. I like the way this team is playing. I thought Florida, and look, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Lightning get beat here because of how well Florida played during the regular season against them. But I just feel like losing that second game, having to win two out of three now in Tampa, it's going to be a real challenge. I don't understand why the line hasn't shifted more. They were favored at Florida. And those games uh, in the Rat Bend and Sunrise, and, and now they're only 140 tonight. I thought it'd come back 160, 165, I, right? That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> when I saw this line, right. I was really surprised. And the line has come down even more now. DraftKings, you see it at minus 134. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with you in that. I, it's a jump at. If you think the Lightning here, you're laying a very, very cheap price. That's almost the same price you laid on the road in the first two games. Yeah, it really was. This is a good opportunity, in my opinion, with it. That's, that's what I couldn't figure out. You're at home, and you've got a similar price. Well, almost not exactly, but similar to what we saw on the road. I have three plays today. The first is the loser. They're all one unit. I had the Giants, and, and I talked about it with the, the VEASAN subscription. Uh, we give out these plays, the the host, and then, of course, the guests on the show. The best bets, Bill 80 sends out this email. I think it's still Bill. It comes under his address. I thought Fox was hired to do that. I saw him here. He was last night. He came down. He was here uh, during Nightcap, Ben Fox. the VP, I, don't, I don't know what he looks like. The VP of digital content, Ben, the one that took six months to get here once he was hired. Anyhow, that's a loser. Molly was awful. They gave up seven in the third, so that game flew over. Are the Giants ever going to lose another game? They're on the, they're on the road. They're winning. They're they're, everybody's pitching well. They're playing good defense. I don't know. I, I think a bet to make the playoffs is probably in order on the Giants. I think all three teams come out of the West. Yeah, I think this is going to be a bad series for Cincinnati when you look back on it later on in terms of their failure against a team I thought they were capable of winning some games and winning the series against. Certainly disappointing. Behind the bets, we talked about Pavetta, Mats. 10-2 and two between the two of them, 5.5 here. I agree with you. A play on Pavetta at a plus price. He's yeah. been 5-0, and oh, and you're not, you're not the biggest Mats fan. Here's the prop that I played. I played no goal first 10. I don't like this play. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because it's one goal that beats you, and you can get beat on any kind of fluke. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I would rather – I like your first period under one and a half. Mm-hmm. Generally, it's difficult to see a scenario where you get beat on two fluke goals the way these goaltenders have been playing. That's my only concern when you look at the first 10 minutes. Typically, I would play no goal first five and no goal first 10, but it was a heavy, heavy price, like 240, minus 240 on no goal first five. So I have a question, mm-hmm. and, and I have not made this type of play, so I don't know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. If the goal is scored at exactly 10 minutes remaining in the first period. You lose. You lose. Okay. Because it, it's in the first. T- it, you got to get to 959 to okay. win this bet. Yeah. And it's important because they'll score it to a specific second. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Obviously, you see it on NHL.com yeah, or what I, have you, so I was curious about that. I'm also going to play the first period under minus 125 because yeah, I think the price play. is right. Right. Like you hear you're only getting plus 105. Mm-hmm. And here, here's my other issue with this play combined with the first period under. Obviously, if you win this one, there's a strong probability you're probably going to win the second one. But well, if you lose this first period bet... You're an underdog to the second, second one. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Typically, now in a game like this where it's a favorite of about 125, the in-game period total will switch from one and a half, and then obviously it's a big minus to the under. When it gets around 13 and a half minutes, it'll flip to a half and then probably plus 185 under a half. So the, the point where you think they should score the goal typically is around seven minutes in. So... In a game like this, you're trying to stretch out that extra three minutes. If you do get to the 10-minute mark, you can then, you win this bet, you can bet over half a goal and try to middle it. And at that point, over half a goal is probably about minus $1.40. I want to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. You didn't really give your opinion on this tough series. Game three tonight, Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury have been tremendous. Who do you like to win this game? Boy, it's... I think if I... I think Minnesota at a pick is is the play here. I think it. I think the Knights deserve to be a little bit of a dog because of how much difficulty they've had in that arena. And in general, against this team, all four years of the franchise, this is the team that's had their number in the Western Conference more than anybody else. They've played Colorado well. Now, the last year and a half, Colorado ha- has been had the better of them. But throughout the history of the Knights, they've played Colorado very well. It's been this team that's really given them struggles. I'll tell you one other thing that's not getting discussed enough, in my opinion. You cannot win this series, in my opinion, Unless you get back Max Pacioretty, mm-hmm. fifty-one points on the goal uh, the season for this team has been outstanding. They need him in the lineup. He's a guy who can come out there just one play, 
sniper a goal and be the difference in the series? They only had seven shots on goal in the first period in game two, and Minnesota had 20. They, they can't win without putting the puck on net. No, there's no question. And I'll tell you what, the one thing that they've got to be concerned with, and I'm a little bit concerned for your bet in this one, that's the other reason why I said I don't like the first period. The Minnesota Wild at home, in particular this year in the first period, have been dominant. Pay attention to that. You've talked about it on this show, the quick starts that the Wild get off to. They really have. And so, this, I, look, I'm looking forward to this game. It should be a terrific game. I love playoff hockey. You don't have to bet on a game. You just They're mm-hmm. so intense. But the other thing is there's some great opportunities in the in-play, whether it's hockey, NBA. We saw it with the, with the Spurs coming back last night. We saw it with the Lakers coming back. Um, you know, San Antonio, you could have got some huge numbers on the in-game with them when they were trailing in that first quarter. I have the futures bets, Carolina and set and four, Carolina and five. I've seen nothing to dissuade me that that, that series is going to be over quickly. Yeah, I think you wasted your money on Carolina and five. What was the better price? It was <laughs> yeah, plus no, eight. No, I just I joking because they've, been so, they've yeah. been so dominant, right? Like Nashville, game three, the whole thing hinges on that. I mean, do even if you lose game three, I still think it's a scenario where you look at um, the, uh, excuse me, the pan, uh, Hurricanes. Uh, getting all these teams, Preds, Panthers, uh, everybody mixed up. But Toronto, Tampa get, Bay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have a great chance. I think they, even if they don't win game three, they can win four and then win five in Carolina. Amal, we saw the sixth no-hitter already in Major League Baseball this season last night in the form of Corey Kluber for the Yankees at Texas. Up next, former Major League pitcher, World Series champ Josh Towers. We'll ask him how many no-hitters he'd have thrown this year if he was still playing. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9 with the Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw, and it's Thursday, so that means Josh Towers is in studio. Well, not last Thursday because we had the NFL schedule you release. Guys which I, Well, that preempts everything. You know what I mean? The NFL schedule Did release. Did you talk so. about the Ravens? Uh, Coming over here to Las Vegas to beat the Raiders opening, right away. Opening. Yeah, we already you know like Towers it? laid the seven points with his Ravens. Yeah, that's a gimme. Wow. <laughs> that's a gimme. Josh, the sixth no-hitter last night with Corey Kluber no-hitting the Texas Rangers. First question, how many no-hitters are we going to see this year? Well, we're on pace for a lot. Oh, wow. um, and we've seen a lot going into the eighth inning. We've seen a few go, obviously, in the seven innings. Um, it's It's... Listen, as bad of a product as what we're watching on a daily basis, it's still very impressive that this many no-hitters has been thrown, and then you have back-to-back days. It's crazy. Technically seven, in my opinion. Bumgarner did throw no-hitters. not his fault. They only allowed him to play seven that day. Um, I mean, what would honestly, Mikey, what would be the odds that another no-hitter is truly thrown this year? It's not like it's the easiest thing in the world to do, but they're making it look like it with the hitters. Like, there's got to be some adjustments at some point. I mean, we're, we're seeing one almost once a week now. Six and six. 50 days? So, so we had that, yeah, they tied that 1917 record of like mm-hmm. five or whatever, and then we demolished it yesterday. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'd be impressed if we see another one, but at this pace, we we got to see two or three more within the year. Why? Why are we seeing a record number of no Why Question. are we seeing the batting averages at an all-time low? I could pay a lot of money if I could answer this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's too many adjustments. There's too many with the analytical stuff, right? Again, I explain this. This is the way I see it. Uh, you go out there and take your swing, you hit the baseball, we put up on the thing, uh, your exit velo is 150 miles per hour. So there's some stats like that, right? So then you get excited. That's the hardest hit ball, blah, 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 this year to date off of this type of pitch. So we come into this computer and we look at numbers like that, and then we're like, oh, it's great, man. You have the hardest hit ball, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of get excited, then you walk away, you go to the cage, do what you want to do, maybe swing a little harder because you want to repeat it. 
but what did I teach you about hitting? What did I teach you about who you're, who's coming up next? What did I teach you about situational baseball? What did I teach you about Josh Towers likes to throw this pitch and this count more often to righties and this pitch more often than this count to lefties? And where he, 70, 80% of his pitches, he throws away opposed to in. Like, where are you getting the baseball aspect of it in order to be successful? And then the situational baseball, if you're not willing to situational hit, it's going to make it very difficult. The, the reality is, and we all know this, everybody knows this, no secret, you don't have to pay me for this one. You need to stay inside the baseball in order to be successful hitting it, which means I can take a pitch down the middle, and by how far I let it travel, I can hit it to left, center, or right. doesn't matter. So then when I'm playing the shift on everybody, which means everybody pulls, that's, you're, if you're a pull hitter consistently, you're not going to be successful anyways. And by using the whole field, it benefits you. So staying inside the ball, letting it travel, they're giving you that, and we're not willing to take it. It shows you that a lot of these hitters just want to pull the ball. It's like me pitching away fastballs and breaking balls away every pitch. It's going to make my job very difficult to get you out. The strike zone uh, decreases. I lose the ability to back off. There's a lot of things that factor in. So hitters are overly trying to pull. They have not been willing to use the whole field. And once they get back to two things, use the opposite side of the field, which increases all of our numbers, um, and uh, a pride thing and not striking out, right? If I'm willing to put the ball in play and not strike out, you're going to see the averages go through the roof and all the adjustments that pitchers are making to where we're finding success. Those are going to go away, and then I'm going to have to go, oh, what do I do now when a guy fouls off pitches and stays alive in account and I can't strike him out as much? What am I going to do? So it can be changed. It's just an approach thing. Here's the other thing I think is remarkable. In an era where outside of the Cleveland Indians, most teams don't let their starting pitchers go past 90 or 95 pitches, that we've had six guys go nine innings. Baumgartner, to your point, really a seventh no-hitter. It tells me these batters are not working counts at all. And they're making, no, two, 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 to your point, fouling pitches off with two strikes. They're not getting deep into counts at all. Somebody came out, I forget who it was. He's third in the National League and pitches uh, uh, seen per at bat at 5.1. I mean, that, that's 5. amazing. 1. Yeah, that's amazing to <laughs> that's me. That's one thing we do is like, if you can see X amount of pitches yeah. per at bat, it doesn't matter if, uh, if you get a hit or not. Yeah. He's out of the game quickly, mm -hmm. right? So Indians are hitting 213. It's the second lowest batting average in all of baseball, but yet. They're multiple games over 500, and because why? Because one, they pitch, and two, they play defense. So they put themselves in a position to succeed even though their offense isn't there. Well, speaking of pitching, you mentioned the Indians. San Francisco Giants having a terrific season. Yeah. Is it something in these farm systems or when these teams acquire a player? We see Gosman has, has had a turnaround in San Francisco with these staffs where some of the other ones are not doing the same thing. Yeah, it, it, well, so they went out and tried to do what – in essence, the Angels and Giants try to do the same thing. We're going to go get some guys that used to be good, some I can use you as a 3-4 guy, and hopefully we have some sort of success. The Giants are clearly doing something with the format, with the structure of pitching, and the development aspect of it, which you asked about, um, a little bit better than the Angels. So we got Cobb going tonight, and you know people like that for, for the Angels where same thing. You got Gosman, um, Sanchez. You got guys that are doing a fantastic job for the Giants, but their approach to everything, the throwing program, the preparation, the mindset, the defense, the team aspect, the commitment to it is so much better. They don't rely on offense. So by not relying on offense, they're relying on, well, what can we do to win baseball games if our offense isn't going to be the focal point of our team? And they based it around that. The Angels are relying on, and I'm using them as an example, they're relying on offense to be their, their savior, how we're going to win. And so we have to go to the pitching defense aspect, and they don't really know 
what to do because that's not what they base their format on. Different. The, 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 the minor league system by the Giants is pretty good as well. Desclafani, another another yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I, I mean, they're they're everybody's giving them quality starts. Gausman again last night, one hit through six innings. It's impressive. I think he's had the biggest turnaround in baseball to me from one year to the next. How dominant Kevin Gausman's been. He's shown us so much success though, over the years too. So we knew it was in there, and he's yeah. still at a, at a decent age with the Orioles, and then with the Braves, and obviously now here, and then Desclafani's doing the same thing. And and the Reds have never really had a. They've really never known for developing pitchers, anyways. I mean, they have arms but they don't have to do with them, just like Pittsburgh we've seen. Yeah. So for him to flourish over here would make sense. That's a great point, and I'm sorry, I'm all, no. I segue. Luis Castillo is the worst ROI in baseball. He can't win. He continues to be favored and bet by the public in every game. That's my heart. I know, but, but when is this guy going to show the promise that we've talked about now for three years? Uh, again, what we've seen out of the Reds, that's one thing. And then is it going to be better? They they brought in the guy that run the minor league system for pitching that runs that thing in in uh, uh, the Northwest that uh, he's drive never line. played drive line. He's never played baseball before. So now how are they getting any better? Castillo, again, I've been down the 0-12 record for a season and your confidence is shot and every pitch you throw, you're afraid it's going to get tattooed. And then I've been on sides where I just, my development was bad that year. So I've seen both sides. I don't know if he's hurt or, or what, but the confidence is gone and he's throwing 98 and getting no swings and misses in a year where we get all swings and misses. Something's going on. I feel for that kid. I've been down that road. I would love to, to talk to him and work with him because he's going to leave there pretty soon after this because they're going to have to 86 him instead of paying him money, and he's going to show up somewhere, and then we're going to see that Cy Young guy that we all know is in there. Toronto Blue Jays playing well. The American League is very competitive. Now they're going to leave Dunedin. They're going to go to Buffalo. How much of an impact Ooh. does it have on a team to switch from where you are, where you've been staying for two months? Now you've got to uproot yourself potentially for some people, their families, and they've got to go to Buffalo. Where do you want to play? You want to play clear water on the water? You are going to go to Buffalo and play. I don't, I don't go anywhere where it gets below 50 degrees. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's close to Toronto. Irrelevant. All their fans are going to come down. Relevant. But you said it. The most important part is, since they knew this was happening, when they left home for spring training, they rented a place, and they've been in that place. They have not moved once since. Now they got to go find another place to live. So what? Like, how long are we going to be here? What are we doing? Do I just stay in a hotel? Do I really find a house? Do I... What, how do I? And so that aspect of it is so uncomfortable for us because we don't know. It's like, again, it's like going on eight day road trips all the time. And so that's going to take the bit, that's going to be the hardest part of these guys is the living aspect of what they're going to do in Buffalo. They're used to playing there. All of them have come up through there. They've been there multiple times in the past. Um, but I think that we do see a kind of like a, a level out period during that transition before they crank it back up. It'll be tough. I want to talk Cy Young. I want to talk uh, about some value that we, we've, we've had some pictures. Two weeks ago, Amal and I said, let's take a, take, take a look at you, Darvish, especially with DeGrom missing a start and now on the shelf. We thought that race opened up in the NL. You can still get you, Darvish, at DraftKings at 20-1 to 1 to win the Cy Young. He's 4-1. 20-1. Because this, this was the guy on my list preseason mm-hmm. that on, I may be with you guys as well. Uh, I said you, Darvish, is my – I mean, obviously, DeGrom is – you know, we all got mm-hmm. it. Darvish was my guy that I was like, Cy Young, you Darvish, Cy Young, you Darvish. He was 12-1 the whole time. And he's got, look at his numbers. He's 4-1, 181. His whip's fantastic. Um, DeGrom is on the DL, so that's helping everybody else around mm-hmm. baseball. 35 hits, 54 innings, um, 69 strikeouts, because we know those are there. So he has all the numbers, and now I'm getting them $8 better. I'll take it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Also, don't you think there's a potential Padres are in some key games when we get into August and September, and he could be pitching against the Dodgers, the Giants, get a, even higher marks if you can perform in those matchups. He, and he's the one guy that they allow to pitch. I mean, he's averaging, what is it, six innings a start right now, which in our day and age is a lot. So they let him pitch. I, I Listen, I'm still on board with it. He, San Diego, it's a beautiful he's, place. Go ahead. I want to go to the American League quickly. Okay. We have a little less than a minute and talk about Tyler Glass now. Uh, you can get him at plus 550 right now. He's had one bad inning all year, four and two for the Rays. He's got a whip under, yeah, 0.87, under one. I think that he has some value here in the American League. 85Ks as well. The 20 walks is the one, you know, caveat maybe to him. And then can he maintain this? Where's Tyler at? 57 in nine starts. So he's actually, you know, a little bit higher than Darvish, which is fantastic. That's the one thing for him is if he can maintain the distance as far as innings per start, then yeah, his stuff is second to nobody's in baseball. Think about the, the connection problem. between these two guys, Darvish and Glass now. The cheating Astros both had a major impact on their career. Game <laughs> seven for Darvish, game five in the AL Division Series or yes, the AL Wild Card Series for Glass now. Thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may live on nfl network espn2 and streaming on nfl plus terms and conditions apply to nfl plus visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more